the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in Sunday, San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Brothers and sisters, it's really true. God Almighty desires to have an intimate relationship with me and you. That's one of the reasons why he sent Jesus to Calvary's tree, to pay sins dead in full for you and me, to make that opportunity available to you and me. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have it and even seem like they don't even care. They don't even try to have an intimate relationship with God. And if they do want to, they don't know how to. The Bible lays out for us proven pathways we can take to increase the intimacy of our relationship with God. All of us who are children of God should want to know what those pathways are so that we can do what we need to do to have and enjoy increased intimacy with the God who loves me and you. Then we can reap all the benefits of having an intimate relationship with God. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Psalms number 91. This is one of them kind of prayers. Put to music, by the way. Hallelujah. Psalms number 91. Now, many theologians believe that this was a prayer that was done by Moses. Some say it was by David. It doesn't state who, it, who, who was that one that actually wrote it. One of the reasons why they believe it was Moses, though, because many theologians believe that whenever the uh, preceding uh, 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 Psalms tells you who it was, but they don't change it, then it's still that person until they change it again. But then I can show you ones that it ain't like that, so I don't know. Where is God? I know who ultimately wrote it. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost ultimately wrote it. Why? So that we can be able to know what we need to do and know who's running with me and you. Psalms number one is that kind, of, that kind of prayer. Because those who commune regularly with God know that they are safe in him. That no matter what happens to them, they know they are safe in him. That's why although Jehoshaphat feared, he went into prayer. Psalms number 91, stanza number one, it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. My God, I like that. He said, he who that dwelleth in the secret place. That word dwelleth right there means to sit down. To sit down. Praise God. See, that's what God wants us to do. He wants to come in and sit down and dwell in his presence. Sit down and get up in the middle of his presence. Praise God. To sit down. By implication, it means to dwell and to remain. To dwell and to remain. 
which means that we get there and stay there. Praise God. We get there and stay there. I know you got a job, Nick. You don't go to your job, praise God. But I'm talking about whatever time you're there, whatever time you focus on being there, be there. Because see, some of us, we get there and all of a sudden we start getting all domestic. We're going to prayer and all of a sudden we still start feeling all domestic. It's like the spirit of domestic get all over us. And then we look around and see something that could be readjusted. And then we go over there and start straightening up stuff. And then we go over here and get to cleaning up stuff. And then we all of a sudden, now we want to clean up everything. I mean, that's all right, you know, Molly made. But at the same time, there's a time for everything. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God wants you focusing on him, not the tidy bowl man, to be able to see what you can do to clean up the bowl. You, you focus on him. Y'all don't like this. Praise God. The inference is that it's not, it, now this dwelling also, the inference is, is that it's not just a one-time thing or every once in a while thing, but it's one of them th- things that's done regularly. You know, a little closer to all the time. Doesn't have to be all the time, but a little closer to all the time. That's why he said, you know, draw closer to me. Cut the distance between you and me. Some of us, the distance is not just distance in proximity, but it's also distance in duration. Because some of us will pray one day and then maybe next week. And then maybe next month. God said, come on, cut the distance. Come on, get, get a little regular with this. You know, get up in here on a regular basis. It's hard to pick up sensitivity periodically. You got to become regular about it. Are you listening to me? I said, you got to come regular about it. He said, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high and shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. That word abide means to lodge or live. See, we need to learn to live in his presence. Live under his shadow. That shadow is talking about like somebody is standing there with you. Praise God. Stand right there, young man. Turn around to the people. Stand right there. Stand right there and turn around to the people. Turn line. Turn around. Turn around. Right there. That's good. See, this is talking about standing in the shadow. Whereas God is like right there over you. Praise God. So that wherever you go in life, God's right there over you. But God needs you to learn to live that way through in prayer so that you can become accustomed to the fact that not only are you that way in prayer, but when you leave out of prayer, the, the position is the same. That you're still under the shadow of the Almighty. That no matter what, you got some backup. No matter what, you got some backup. Praise God. Y'all give me my hand. Praise God. Y'all give me my hand. That we abide under the shadow of the Almighty. My God, I like this. Now, the results of being in prayer regularly is found in stanza number two. One of the results of being in prayer regularly is found in stanza number two. Stanza number two says, I will say of the Lord. I know you're waiting for me to say the rest, but that's it. I will say of the Lord. I will say of the Lord. See, the more you're in prayer and the more you spend time in prayer, it puts you in the position to be able to say of the Lord. Who he is, what he does, and how he'll do what he do. Because remember, our prayer is based upon who he is, what he does, and how it is that he said he's going to come through. We pray back to God who he is, what he's about. It's one of the things I know a lot of y'all are like, well, what the heck do I do when I go in prayer? Because you're still seeing it only as a petition. But no, it's an opportunity for you to be able to spend time with him and talk to him about who he is. Talk to him about what he does, what he said, how he is, how he make you feel. Praise God. And please don't be singing he make you feel like a natural woman. Because that's not what I'm talking about. Praise God. But how he make you feel, especially if you're a fellow. Praise God. Please. 
No, but start talking to him about him. Praise God about your relationship with him and stuff like that. What it does is put you in practice to the point that when you get out of prayer, you'll be able to say of the Lord. See, you first do it in prayer, say of the Lord, so that when a situation hit, you can then say of the Lord. You first do it in prayer, say of the Lord, so that when you get hit in the middle of a situation, you can say of the Lord. And what you don't understand what you're doing also is you're speaking ahead. You're speaking forward. Because every time you say of the Lord, you're telling the Lord who he is to you. So to win the situation, he don't have to be reminded of it because you've already reminded him of it. And he'll be that to you. Hallelujah. You'll say of the Lord. That word say right there means say in a wide latitude. To say in a wide latitude. Which means you... It includes stuff like answer. You answer the Lord. You'll answer of the Lord. That when the situation comes up and asks you about what God's going to do for you or who is this God that's going to help you come through, you can be able to answer. Because see, Satan comes to you with questions. You think they're statements, they're actually questions. Because he's coming to find out, do you know? That's why in Romans chapter 8 it says, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Question mark. Shall tribulation, question. Famine, question. Tribulation, question. All these are questions. Why? Because the devil don't know the answer until you give it. But in prayer, you practice the answer. You meditate, you speak to God, you talk about God. So that when the question comes up, you already know what to say about God. That I will say of the Lord. I will answer. I will avouch. I will boast of the Lord. Praise God. Whereas you boast of the Lord in prayer. Tell God how fine he is, how good he is, how powerful he is, and how all that he is. Boast of the Lord and stuff like that. How I got somebody on my side that's always coming through for me. Lord, I thank you that you always come through for me. That there ain't a time that I ain't found myself in a situation that you ain't came through. That you feed me daily. You come through for me daily. You protect me daily. I remember when that fool was texting and riding next to me. And he started easing over next to me. You send an angel to stick his hand right there and make sure he don't go no further until he figure out where he was going. Praise God. I remember when you had that little fool in the truck riding down on me because he think he got power because he in a big truck. But praise God, you had him pass me up and, 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 and flick me a finger. You didn't have him flick me the finger, but you had him pass me up. Praise God. He did the flicking. Praise God. But he had him pass me up. And then he ran into somebody else, but it wasn't me. Praise God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How you come through for me. You get to boasting about the Lord. You get, you can certify. Be able to certify. Oh, yes, you are my God. Oh, yes, you are this. And oh, yes, you are that. Certified. You can declare it. Determine it. Praise God. You can determine it. You can report it. And you can think it. See, he said, I will say of the Lord, he is my, let's read it. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Oh, I like that word right there, my. My talking about it's personal. Because see, prayer allows it to be able to turn from impersonal to personal. From he is a God to he's my God. From he is a refuge to he is my refuge. Till he is a help in trouble, till he's my help in trouble. I see, when you start seeing it as yours, praise God, then you can know that you have a right to it. 
When you begin to start seeing it as yours, you recognize you got a right to it. See, a lot of us don't figure we got a right to God. I ain't doing that thing right. Nobody is. That's why the blood of Jesus covers all our sins. Well, you don't know what I did. You don't know what I did. And I ain't telling you either. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. But the point of the matter is, ain't not near one of us right in that thing. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus' blood covers our sin. He is our God. He is our refuge. He is our fortress. It's mine. It's personal. Glory to God. Prayer allows it to get personal. Here's, here's some more to kind of talk that does in prayer. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. And from the noisome pestilence. I like that surely. I know you like the deliverance part. I like the surely part. Praise God. Without a doubt. No shadow of a doubt is he going to deliver me. See this is the kind of mindset you'll get in prayer. That you won't have no doubt that you're going to be left out. That you have no doubt. That even if you do get snared up for a second. He ain't going to leave me in this snare. He's going to free me from this snare. Praise God. He shall cover thee with his wings. And under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and thy buckler. That God's going to cover me with his wings. That just like a mother hen covers her little chickadee. It's the way God's going to cover you and me. He covers her with his wings. Praise God. Whenever danger comes around, that's when the, 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 the mother hen, she puts her arm around it and look like, look at it and like, you step another step forward and see what's about to happen to you. I don't know if y'all ever been attacked by a bird. Praise God. That ain't no joke. That bad boy get to zooming in on you. It's rarely a male. It's almost always the female. I remember I got to walking near a tree one time and this thing started swooping down on me. I'm like, what the? Got far enough away to be able to be feel safe enough to take a look and saw a nest up there. I said, oh, see, I know what's up. Girlfriend was protecting her little egg. Don't worry, I go to H-E-B for my eggs. Praise God. <laughs> She didn't know that though. Praise God. Or Whole Foods, you know. Amen. Praise God. <laughs> Anywho, where we at? Instead, we, 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 yeah, there we, there we go. Thou shalt not be afraid for, for, for the terror that by night, nor for the arrow that fly by day. See, when you when you when you in prayer on a regular basis, it'll put you in a position to not be afraid. Of the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fly by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. You ain't scared of nothing. At no time. Because they talk about day, talk about night, talk about darkness, and nor for the destruction that wasted that noonday. Which means ain't no time of day you got nothing to worry about. There's a benefit that comes from praying on a regular basis. You'll have this kind of confidence in you. That a thousand shall fall by thy, thy side and ten thousand by thy right hand. But it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Mm-mm-mm. Now all that is, is us talking in prayer, praise God. That's kind of stuff that, uh, 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 that, that we get to talking. But then let's look at stanza number nine. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee. There's another thing that we get to recognize. There shall no evil befall us. Neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling. Why? For he shall give his angels charge over us to keep us in all our ways. I'm personalizing it. That we shall 
He, they, 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 them angels shall bear us up in their hands, lest we dash our foot against a stone. We ain't even going to stub our pinky toe. Praise God. Why? Because thou shalt, he's telling us that we shall tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon, shall we trample up under feet. Now that's, that's us talking right there. Praise God. We get to talking about all that, about what, what God's going to do and how good God is and how God's going to come through for me and you. But, 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 but if you stay up in prayer long enough and you keep praying enough like that, you eventually stop talking and God start talking. Somebody got to know what I'm talking about. God begins to take over. Because God's on, precious, God's only going to listen to you talk about him for so long before he answers. God's only going to listen to you talk about him so long until he answers. And here he get to answer. Stanza 14 said, because he hath set his love upon me. Look at what God calls this, love. God calls all this love. You talking about me like that and you been spending time with me, staying in my presence and reminding me about who I am. I see that as love. Therefore, will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. See, God will respond to the one that, that continuously prays to him. See, when you pray to God, God will respond to you. When trouble hits, God said, don't worry, I'm right there with you. That when trouble hits, don't worry, I got you. But see, the prayer, the prayer here is one where the person is, is reminding God about who he is to him and what it is and, and, and who he is to him and what it is that I know you'll do for me. That's the kind of prayer that we need to learn to pray. Praise God. And start praying the word. The word of God tells you, praise God, what God will do for you. So whenever you get a word, whenever you see a word or that's good to you, write that thing down and include it in the next time that you pray. So that you can be able to say, God will do this for me. When, when I preach to you, praise God, and the things that I'm preaching to you, you ought to take those CDs that, I, that you buy or that I give, and you ought to take those and turn those into prayer. Turn those into prayer. That's what you pray. I don't know what to pray, Pastor. Pray what you've been being taught. Tell the Lord every day, praise God, that, Lord, I'm going to purpose to humble myself under your mighty hand today. I'm going to think what you want me to think. I'm going to say what you want me to say. And I'm not going to be proud and I'm not going to pull away. That when certain things rise up in my life and care try to rise up in my life, I'm going to cast my care upon you because I know you care for me. I'm going to stay humble under your mighty hand because I know you're going to exalt me in due time. That's you time, not me time. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pray what you're being taught. Praise God. You believe it, don't you? Pray it, praise God. Because if you say it, God will play it. If you say it, God will play it. Y'all don't understand, he the ultimate DJ. Call him up and tell him what you want him to play. And he'll play that tune for you. Turn to Acts chapter 4, I'll show you. Acts chapter 4, please. Hallelujah. Turn it into a prayer. I give you plenty to pray about. And then repeat that to yourself. Say that stuff to yourself over and over again. Praise God. Acts chapter 4. Pray that to yourself. 
Just take that one message. But I gave you so much to pray about in that one message. You can just pray that one message. And you can say of the Lord all that it is that he said to you. I am more than a conqueror because of you who love me. Because I'm persuaded, Lord, that no matter what comes up in the midst of my life, I know you got me. That whether death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor life, nor death, nor any other creature come up in there, I will not be separated from the love of God. Because you love me enough to give me a word that's going to deliver me and bring me through. That's why I will not let go of your word, but I'm going to always do what you want me to do. Speak of yourself. Talk about your Lord. Boast about him. Praise God. Does that make sense? So that when trouble hit, you'll know what to do. We in Acts chapter four, we'll start reading verse five. It said, and it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and, 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 and Annas, the high priest and Caiaphas and John and Alexander and many and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set themselves in the midst and when they had set and when, the, and when they had set them in the midst, they asked. By what power or by what name have ye done this? Of course, this is talking about Peter and John who used the power of God to be able to heal a man that was lame from his mama's womb at the gate called Beautiful. I bet you that guy called it Beautiful from that point forward. Praise God. Because he leaped and shouted and praised God, ran into the house of God and started giving God glory and praise. Everybody around was, getting, was, was being blessed by this and, and people started getting saved. Well, at the, well, the religious leaders that, that, that was against Jesus and against the things of God, they was like, called him in. and like, man, what's going on with this? Verse 8, then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto him, ye rulers of the, uh, of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by, the, by what means he was made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel. That by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God, look at the boldness of people who pray, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you hold. This is the stone which was set in order of ye builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter, sticking their finger all up in their face, stuff like that, and rolling their neck at them while they're talking. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, blew their left mind, and they took knowledge of them, check this out, that they had been with Jesus. They began to start recognizing, oh, y'all have y'all been with Jesus for real. I can tell by your boldness. I can tell how much you know. I can tell by the things you learned. I know you didn't learn that at your school because I went to your school. I, 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 I know, and I know you was failing, <laughs> praise God. But you, but you standing up not telling me everything with clarity. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that it's true, that God really does want to have a close, intimate relationship with me and you. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what needs to be done, to take advantage of the pathways of increased intimacy with God that the Bible shares with us are there for me and you, so that we can walk through those paths into the awesome opportunity to be in an even closer relationship with God and enjoy the kind of life that can only happen when we're in a more intimate relationship with God. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 785 
That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Massey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And to all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half to pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You'll go from being married to happily married. I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And by the way, your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you married people this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word to have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 